everybody, welcome back to Wicked Good Sports. This is the way West Stand. We're joined as always by Rat Conway. Rhett, how you doing? Doing pretty good, Brian. How are you? Doing quite well. Excited to talk about some Arsenal. I actually have football paraphernalia for once. Uh, this is New England, obviously being from Massachusetts, had to snag something. So it's not quite Premier League, but it's it's the closest I've gotten so far. Looks good. It looks good. We'll bring you around all the way. Don't worry. Yeah, next up is is definitely an Arsenal, either shirt or jersey. We'll see. We'll see. Depending on how they uh, do, maybe if they win, that would be the the condition. But uh, let's talk about it. So the last time we talked, we obviously came off of a 3-2 win with Bournemouth. Uh, the Europa League game happened last Thursday, about a week from the time of recording, a week from the time when this comes out. It was a tie. Take us through it. Um, so first thing, it's Bournemouth, not Bournemouth. You're from New yeah. England, man. You yeah. say the words how a New Englander would say it, and that's <laughs> what it is. Apart from Thames and Connecticut. I'll never get over that one. Yeah, yeah. But anyway, uh, Europa League. I... Uh, it was very interesting. Sporting came out playing, I thought, very, very well. We got the William Saliba header 22 minutes in. I thought Vieira was doing fine in the beginning. I thought that kind of tailed off a little bit towards the end. Um, I'm not too surprised with the setup. I think uh, Turner and Kivior are two guys who clearly haven't played in a while. Um, in fact, I don't think Turner has had game time since the World Cup. And I think that showed. I do not think that it's fair to lay everything at his feet because Ben White didn't exactly have the greatest game either. Um, but Kivior definitely was a little bit not sure of himself. Uh, Fought Mob has him at a 5.8. That's probably fair. Um, but again, first first uh, first play in a long time. First play since at least a January transfer window for Arsenal. Um, and definitely his debut. So it was it was fine. I would have liked a little bit more. It seems like anytime we do any kind of rotation, we're out of whack. Players don't know exactly where we are. Um, I will tell you this, though. Being able to continue to rest party and have Jorginho in there made me feel very good. Party came on in the 71st minute. He got about 20 minutes in. Um, just, you know, we're there. Away goals don't count for anything anymore. Normally, I'd be talking about how happy I am that we have two away goals and Fortress Emirates will probably be all right. Uh, when we play on the 16th, it's now going to be a straight shot when our takes it. So not a horrible place to be in. It would have been nice to have it wrapped up, but sporting also played it's their it. They're not having a great season in their league and it's a European night and they really wanted to just come out and put on a good show. And I thought they did that. Yeah. So obviously two, two, not ideal, but like you said, not the end of the world. Um, that kind of takes us to one of the points that you wanted to bring up. Arsenal, uh, there's a report from The Athletic. Do you want to kind of pick this up about the Arsenal's mentality and how they've kind of corrected or not let things get them down so much this season? Yep. Uh, the 14th, Sarah Shepard came out with an article that's basically talking about Arsenal's new mindset. Um, the term that gets thrown around a lot because we all love alliteration is mentality monster. Um, I think that right now this describes 2022-23 Arsenal. I cannot say that about an Arsenal since the Invincibles. Um, it, it is amazing, and it's 
it's such a joy to watch them play because yes, they seem like they're having fun and yes, winning's always fun. That's great. But you, you never feel out of it and you can even feel that in the Emirates. I mean, the Emirates is a very different spot. Our away fans, you can hear our away fans on every single broadcast singing songs. This was not what it was like two, three, four, five years ago. None of that existed. Uh, and it's to the point right now where, yeah, 2-2 is not the best I want, best place to be right now. They're coming home. You have to win a Thursday night home game, and then you turn around and play the Premier League on Sunday. And there is a time when this would have killed an Arsenal team of the past. In fact, you could argue in a lot of ways it has. But this Arsenal, I think we're fine. I, there's no way Mikel's going to let it screw it up. And he was talking about this in the beginning of the season, especially when Bukayo Saka had that huge run of games. And he's talking, guys, we want to be in the Champions League next year. We want to be competing for the Premier League next year. He needs to be able to go every three days. If we don't have those guys who can do that, then we need to find guys who can. And Saka's proven that he can. Um, there's still a squad rotation element that he has to get figured out, but you can see we're doing that. Um, I mean, we are attacking right now with Jesus and Emil Smith-Rowe coming back. Our midfield up has this beautiful rotational play to it that we can do. There are certain things that we need to work on still, but the mentality side of things is great. And I think you saw that mentality, if I can do the lead in myself, against Fulham on the weekend. But yeah, I mean, you know, you picked right up. That's exactly what I wanted to go into. After this 2-2 tie, we got Fulham. And, well, I guess, can you speak to this? Was there concern that this would be a tough matchup for Arsenal? Yeah, Um, And in hindsight, especially with the way it ended up, with her probably shouldn't have been concerned. But again, this is why articles are being written about Arsenal's mentality. This is a game that Arsenal easily lose last year. If last year they were in the Europa League and had that kind of matchup against Sporting away, they would come back here. It's a London derby away. Fulham's been playing up. Arsenal's been dropping points lately. I know the last couple games, but, you know, that Brentford, Everton, Man City run – and, yeah, a lot of guys were worried about it. Ian Wright was a little bit worried about it. And if Mr. Arsenal is a little bit worried about it, then, you know. But the game was over by halftime. That was it. It was – we had a beautifully worked own goal, if that such a thing even exists, that ended up being offside. And it was offside. I'm not mad about that. But five minutes later, Gabriel had her. Five minutes after that, a Martinelli had her. And then right before halftime, Odegaard, as cool as you like, he received the ball in the box off a cross, took two touches, and then just put it into the side netting. It was, you know, to bring up Ian Wright again as he yelled, it was an exhibition! Like, it was just, it was wonderful. And then we were able to control the game in the second half, but not have to keep our foot down. And that resting while playing is a thing that you can do if you do it right. And I think Arsenal was able to pull that off. All right, well, that's... That's excellent, and obviously what we want to hear. You know, we're, we're getting down to it as we keep covering them. There's only – God, there's only so many matches 11. left. 11. 11. Um, well, before we get too far ahead of ourselves with uh, Crystal Palace, um, do you want to give a prediction for tomorrow and or, well, today when this video comes out for the uh, Europa game? Oh, man, I don't like predictions. <laughs> I don't like predictions with my own team. I'll predict other games all day long. Right, yeah, yeah. Honestly, if we come out with a very competitive 11, which I think we will, if we come out with that, 
this should probably be a 3-0, 3-1 type of match. Right. Um, but it's Europe. Sporting are not pushovers. They're having a down season, but they're not pushovers. They just played us 2-2. Um, the only thing I want, I know this isn't so much a prediction, but the only thing I want is do not go to extra time. Whatever we do, not we do not need more minutes on legs. Just keep guys healthy. Um, but I think, I think realistically, tomorrow Arsenal or today Arsenal should win it. It's at home. It's at the Emirates. Very, very few teams can come and win at the Emirates. Um, in fact, I mean, City is the only team I think so far that's beaten us at home. Um, unless um. No, yeah, Brentford drew, you know, Newcastle drew. Apart from that, it's been it's been very good. So I think we'll be all right. However, you say only so many games left. You look yeah. ahead to fixtures. We still have to play away to Anfield. I have no idea what to think of Liverpool anymore. Liverpool can beat Man United 7-0 at home and then lose away to Brentford 1-0. I mean, not Brentford, Bournemouth. I have no idea what's going on with that team. Mm. Um, we still have to play away to the Eddie had, we still have to play away to St. James's park, which is where Newcastle plays. I, it's not the easiest run in the games. This could be a lot easier. However, other teams we have crystal palace, who's found themselves in a relegation battle, which is not where they want to be. I mean, no one wants to be in a relegation battle, but I don't think anyone expected them to be in a relegation battle. We got Leeds at home, who is floundering and actually in a relegation spot. West Ham's in a re- relegation spot. Uh, the other possible is at the end of April, beginning of May, we have a three-match stretch. City away, Chelsea at home, Newcastle away. Uh, I'd like to think Chelsea's going to be in a win, but the way they're starting to play, you don't spend 611 million euros and to have a bad team. So it's by no you means. Would hope fun. Not. <laughs> yeah, you would. Well, I would hope if it's Chelsea, but yeah, right. you would hope not. Uh, so it's by no means done. But right now, that's not what we got to focus on. We got Sporting, four p.m. on the sixteenth, and then Crystal Palace, and then a little bit of a break week as we go to the uh, as we go to uh, the international break. So yeah, so we talk we talk a lot about like, oh, could this be? Arsenal's year. What do you think? But uh, you know, apparently there's a plan. It has phases, and Arsenal is is ahead of schedule. Do you want to talk a little bit about that quote that came out? Uh, yeah, this is this is a little bit of a continuation on a theme. Um, I believe it came up several times in the All or Nothing, and it's definitely not the first time it's been reported upon. But one of the reasons why. Um, management ownership decided to go with Mikel Arteta. Yeah, it's a wonderful story, and especially in hindsight, it looks like an obvious pick. But he was—he had never coached, he had never directly managed anybody before. He'd been managing under Pep, and if you're going to learn under a manager, that's the manager to do it. Um, but he came in and he said, I have a plan, and it's five phases. And the phases weren't necessarily results-based. They were more time period based. And that is the new, that's the interesting bit to take away from this. Um, That's the first time that I've heard that it's more time based as opposed to results or some other kind of basis. Uh, But Arsenal right now have 66 points, which ties the highest amount of points that anyone's had in the last five years. If you exclude the crazy Liverpool season that they were 
after 27 matches that year, they had won 26. Um, and you know what's crazy about that? They didn't fall apart so much in the end, but because they were able to hit the foot off the gas, and also it was the COVID season. It was 1920. So COVID completely screwed everything up for them. Um, they didn't even finish with the highest point total ever, which is just is mind blowing yeah. to me how you win the first 26 matches. And, but anyway, okay, um, the, that, uh, 78 points, yeah, 78 points. 81. Yeah. That's crazy. Absolutely insane. Uh, no, it must be. Yeah. Whatever it is. Anyway, um, so Mikel was at the London Football Awards um, sometime this week, and he was asked about it, and he said, listen, we're still in phase three. We are ahead of schedule, but we're still in phase three. Arsenal is top of the league by five points. They're beating a Manchester City team that people thought were invincible. Erling Holland scored five goals against Leipzig in the Champions League yesterday. It is insanity. But Arsenal has the youngest team in the Premier League, they're leading the Premier League, and this is phase three of five phases. So phase five must be world domination. I'm trying to figure out what phase four is. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I mean, this will be interesting to see as the phases unfold. Um, you know, we, we've. I feel like when we talk about phases, at least in, in my world, it's usually the Marvel Cinematic Universe. So I'm very excited to hear about another phase uh plan here and see how it goes yeah no i am too i'm uh if you can see if this is what he can do and like you said they're ahead of schedule and obviously you are no one picked arsenal to be this far this season every arsenal fan was saying at the beginning of the season god i hope we get top four you know that no one was thinking early title contenders Mm -hmm. but Man, we're doing it. If we and if they win this season, they will be the youngest Premier League champions ever. And we're signing guys to extensions. It's it's looking very good. It's a good time to be an Arsenal fan. You picked a good time to jump on. Uh, yeah, and you know I will accept all the shit uh, from people saying I jumped on the bandwagon at the at the peak of the bandwagon. That's fair. Uh, wasn't intentional, but uh, that's just how it is, and I'll accept that. Getting you on up to it more than most Man City fans do. <laughs> oh man! So, anything else that you wanted to cover that we didn't get a chance to? No, I think that's it. I think we're all good. Do you want to tease the swinging chins episode from this week? Uh, yes, of course. Uh, we were able to re- we recorded on Tuesday, so we didn't know any of the Champions League stuff. Not that we talked about that too much, but uh, give Chelsea their due. They have a win streak. Found the back of the net three times against Leicester. Um, try to figure out what's actually going on with Liverpool, which is kind of the off and on theme of the season. Um, getting a relegation battles again. Um, the very interesting thing, and we go into it a lot deeper, but right now we are set up, the Premier League is set up in like three tiers. You have your title contenders, which are just Arsenal and Man City, and then three to 11 all have the chance at European football. And then 12 to 20 are all within five points of each other. And three of those teams have to go down. It is insane how tight it is. Every team is playing for something every single match week. And we get into that. It's a lot of fun. Yeah. Yeah, it's crazy. I mean, the 18th team, uh, Bournemouth, uh, 
They have 24 points. And like you said, the 12th Crystal Palace has 27. And that's everyone a match else is in between that. That's one that's, match week. That's crazy. We are two match weeks away from eight teams being tied in relegation and separated only on goal difference. <laughs> that is insanity. That never happened. Time. Normally by now you have that one team that has like 12 points or 15 points. And you're like, all right, they're going down. Yeah, right. We're going to be the other two unlucky guys. And it's just, it's, I mean, the, as many points separate 12th from last as separate second from first. It is That's tight. Oh it God. is tight. Yeah. So we will see or we'll follow it. Exciting time to be a football soccer fan. Uh, and uh, yeah, anything else you want to plug before we get out of here? No, I think that's it. I think I'm all set. All right. So you can follow me on Twitter at the fake B Martin's B the channel where you get sports, all social media where you get sports, except for Twitter, which is where you get sport. Because I, I we'll, we'll get the we'll get the handle one day. But for now, someone else is sitting on it and not using it. But uh, yeah, other than that, Rhett, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you, Brian. We'll see you all in the next one.